This is episode 114 of the Empowered Athlete Podcast. Welcome to the Empowered Athlete Podcast, created to support athletes in their pursuit of excellence and inspire others toward their best lives. Hosted by Kari Schneider, coach to top performers in sport and life, and Paul Durden, former national and professional volleyball player. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Empowered Team, Team Podcast. Podcast. That's right. It's 2021. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Whoop, whoop. We are making some changes. Athlete is gone. Team is in, in the name. New name? Empowered Team Podcast. That's what we are now. And Kari, why are we making this subtle shift in the name? It's a big and a subtle shift all at once. And we're transitioning because we have a ongoing group called the Empowered Team. And we realized in our group who we serve. We serve athletes, we serve coaches, we serve business people. But ultimately, we are serving these people who really want to grow. And we're utilizing all of this experience in sport and physiology and strength and conditioning and health and mindset. We're putting it all together in the team. And we realize that, holy cow, if we keep calling this the Empowered Athlete Podcast, it seems to just serve a very, very specific audience when the reality is we still serve a specific audience, but the audience is people who want to grow, people who are growing, people who are hungry for more, and people who care so much about their health, their vitality, their growth. And they might be coaches, they might be athletes, they might be business people. So this name change really expands on who we serve and but being very specific about who we serve so that's why we are the empowered team podcast so welcome welcome to 2021 welcome to the team a lot of people want to say goodbye to 2020 and we'll reflect on that on another day i'll do a podcast that speaks to what we've gone through in this past year and uh, what many, many people have gone through. But today, we're just talking about our podcast transition and specifically goal setting. So once we update you on this podcast shift, then we're going to dive into how you can really set your goals in a way that's effective, a way that is evidence-based, a way that really works instead of setting goals that maybe have disappointed or methods that have disappointed in the past. Or go off the rails by January 20th. Which, yeah, three weeks in, that's usually when, you know, the majority, over 75% of people have let go or failed or stopped or given up on their goals. Short and sweet, but not really. (laughs) Okay, so now going forward in the Empowered Team podcast, you're going to have a different role. You're still going to be with us and supporting and doing all kinds of things, but a little more behind the scenes. That's right. I'll be stepping back from the microphone for the most part. I may drop in once in a while. Yes, which we welcome, welcome. Wax lyrical, but I will be doing all of the production (laughs) behind the scenes, making sure these episodes get out to you, helping get them posted, edited, all that, keeping that moving, and then taking the extra time where I'm not assisting you with interviews and that component of it and applying it to helping coach in the empowered team where I've been assisting you a little bit. Uh, We've got some incredible things coming up in the year. We're working on a camp project, some renovations there, 
and all kinds of things that we're growing uh, in a number of different ways that I'm going to be allocating more time to as well. So kind of splitting, yeah. dividing and conquering and yeah. supporting you behind the scenes, but less time on air here. Well, that's exactly what I was going to ask you about is like, why is this role? Because I figured people would want to know why is this role shifting? And you know, you're so excited about so many things that are coming up and so many things that are currently going on. And, you know, you might, I mean, you've commentated for the Olympics in the past. So there's the fingers crossed that that's the case for the upcoming summer. So there's big projects that you'll be involved in and you really want to focus on those as well. So it it makes sense to to shift a little bit in certain areas so that you can expand in other areas. And one of those areas that we, you know, I've been so excited about for you is this, the leading that you've done in our power-up calls. Our power-up calls are in our empowered team group. Our power-up calls are in our reset groups. And it's this expansion that people love to have you lead on those power-up calls. And I'm excited to have you in that leadership role there, along with Cassie Haresh. She's one of our incredible leaders as well, one of our other coaches in the Empowered team and our resets. And so that natural expansion um, allows for, you know, so many exciting things. And at the same time, it causes us to be more specific on what the roles we have are. And that's been, I guess, our our growing pains are figuring out our specific roles so that we can keep growing the business in a way that feels amazing for us and can serve more people. That's exactly right. It's uh, I'm not going to say finding balance, but it's just being strategic and where we're applying our efforts because in the past we've been trying to do everything all at once. <laughs> and I, I have as a... we grow our team, we <laughs> are you talking to... to me? <laughs> Maybe me too, but we, uh, <laughs> No, it's that, like any startup, you wear a number of oh, different hats to get it going. Too many hats, you know, yeah. You're marketing, you're creating content, you're doing all the different things that you do on a daily basis. Yeah. And <laughs> I am too, and I have a full-time job as well. And yeah. it's literally organizing our time to be most efficient to get to our goals and what yeah. we want to happen. Exactly, exactly. And I'm so grateful to have you, because we can't do this production without you. You do the editing you get it posted onto the platforms on Spotify and iTunes. Um, there's so many things that that we need you for. And so we're just making sure that we're specific on our roles. Now, we're heading into this year and we've developed so many things. And I'm really excited about a number of the things um, <clears throat> you've mentioned already. And I've mentioned as well the Empowered Team. So many listeners now may not know what the Empowered Team is. It's, uh, how would you describe it? It is, a, it is a team. So it is a group of people that are a team because they are all there because they want to elevate one or multiple areas of their life. And they know that being around like-minded people, motivated people, mm-hmm. makes it happen. It makes you accountable. And you get shit done. And that's why people want to be in the team, because it is a positive environment that is empowering. It drives you. It motivates you. You're learning new skills each week. Yep. Mental skills, physical skills, eating habits, sleeping, Co- coaching spiritual. calls. You're getting yep. coached. 
and you're getting pushed and you're getting pushed with a great group of people who have fun doing it at the same time. Yeah, that's an incredible description. And and also at the same time, there's the support, you know, when people are low or people are a little vulnerable, everybody's got your back and just keeps you moving forward. And that's, I guess, one of the things I'm most excited about this empowered team that we've had going for several months now. Uh, we have an amazing core group of people and we are expanding but one of the things I'm so excited about this team is that it's uh, it's created a life of its own. There are it's there are relationships, friendships, support that's been created with people who didn't know each other ever before. But suddenly they've got someone who they trust, who has their back. That's besides just ourselves. It's other teammates within the team, and it's. It's evolved into this life of its own, and we just freaking love it. It it just lights us up in terms of getting excited each week for our power up calls, getting excited for the content in our group coaching. Um, the just it drives me to keep creating because I'm so excited to keep creating for this group because they're phenomenal. So that's really been fantastic. I'm personally so. Uh, gosh, I'm humbled and, and grateful beyond measure for you and for Cassie in just being that, that, uh, you know, we're the, we're the little mini driver of keeping everything going. And I know that without you and Cassie, then I wouldn't have the perspective that I need to create the things that I create. And so I'm very appreciative, grateful, and uh, excited and humbled by what we have as, as this mini unit. Um, another thing I'm excited about, we've, we've done three resets in the past, in 2020. We've run That's right. two online resets um, one of them has had some sponsorship, some corporate sponsorship, uh, one destination reset. We actually, in between some of the lockdowns, when things were opened up, we had a destination re reset in Muskoka. Like I, I had a vision when I created the reset and they all exceeded my vision. Blew them away. Like I, I I'm speechless about that. Anyway, it like. I don't know what some of your biggest takeaways. I don't know what they are, but I'm really excited about the the people who lowered their blood pressure, got a raise in their job, um, startups like launching businesses, doing the um, uh, losing weight, creating repairing connections. There's so many things that we just never. Those are some of the things we did not foresee happening, did not foresee coming out of the reset. You know, we saw the workouts, we saw the coaching, we saw the, you know, and those I don't mean to minimize in any way. We saw those things because we planned them. It was the things that we didn't plan for that really had us do double takes and have the mind blown kind of feeling. Well, it's, it's because everyone coming into the reset is there for a different reason. Everyone has that common yeah. commonality of feeling stuck or some area in their life just isn't as good as they want it or... They've just let their fitness go. But getting into the reset, yeah, fitness, that box gets checked right away and taken care of. But then That's they the get the, all these amazing added benefits in areas of their life that they didn't even realize need a little bit of love. And that's where those 
unexpected results come through and everybody's getting something different out of it because we're all different. Yeah. We all have different things going on. But again, that shared experience going through it and feeling that camaraderie of the group as people have little breakthroughs each week, it just fuels everyone to the next level. And that said, that that reset was simply something that we were pivoting on because we didn't know if we could run it with COVID. COVID was such a daunting thing that came along that we weren't sure we were going to be able to run it. And in fact, our main event that we were planning for is called the Zenith. We had it scheduled and set for February of next next month of 2021. And we had to postpone it because of COVID, um, which is, you know, heartbreaking in some senses, but completely understandable given everything that's happening in the world with with the pandemic so that's something that we're excited about and at the same time um sad that we couldn't do it this year but it's you know it's our flagship life-changing week-long destination event and we just know that now i know anyway that having done the resets we've done and the more more resets that we will have so we do about one a quarter, mm-hmm. um, but more resets that we'll have, we just, I know personally that the Zenith is just going to be that much better because we've delayed it a year. We've got that much more growth, um, skills, expertise, experience, all of the things that are just going to be incredible for the experience of the Zenith. Um and then, then one, one other thing I'd written down that just came to my mind so easily about the things that we're really excited about, and that's that we, we purchased a family property, my, my dad's camp, and it's this rundown fishing camp. But we purchased that with this vision, again, uh, of being able to have destination events there as well. Now, that's in the long-term future because there's some buildings that need to be need built yeah there's some things that need a little but you are just so hungry for taking that on and that's that's one of the reasons why um why we're defining the roles more specifically on the podcast is because there are some big things that are going to be very time and energy consuming for you and one of them is is just all of the work that needs to be done at camp and we're we're just beyond excited about that project yeah it's going to be awesome it's just an incredible spot northern ontario northwestern where ontario. you are literally forced to unplug and listen to the silence and connect with nature in a way that you just can't do in any other place and what we are going to build there will allow people to do that connect to themselves connect to nature connect to friends and family and it'll be the perfect destination for some of our events and getting people there just to recharge, reset, revitalize themselves and feel fantastic. Yeah, we are we're beyond excited for that. Now, are you ready to dive into the goal setting? Let's hear it. Okay. Okay. So goal setting. Some of you may be ready to set some goals. Maybe you've already set some goals in the last couple of weeks, knowing that 2021 is coming, knowing that you want something different. Maybe it's around some things that have slid because of COVID, or maybe it's simply that you are ready to tackle something you've never done before, 
or get back to something that you used to do that you haven't done for a while. So it doesn't matter what your goal is. I'm gonna give you five key, very important steps that are evidence-based that allow you to actually achieve the goals that you set. So here's the biggest thing about goal setting. Um, it's been researched. We know that goal setting works. However, it's like a treadmill. It only works when you actually use it. It only works if you follow the rules of goal setting or what's actually known. So if you want your goal setting to work and not just be something that you write down on a piece of paper, then step into what I'm going to lay out for you here. Now there's going to be five steps, but before we dive into the five steps, I'd like you to just visualize for a second what the pillars of human performance are. So if you want to be a human that really performs well in everything in life, these four pillars are what are key for the best in human performance. The first is cognitive, then physical, social, and emotional. Now these aren't in any specific order, but know that these are the pillars of human performance. Cognitive, physical, social, and emotional. So if you haven't stepped into your goal setting yet, consider when you look at these four pillars, is there an area that's lacking? And these are areas that we really go into in depth in our reset. However, for our purposes for this goal setting right now, just think for a moment in your cognitive area, have you been stimulating your learning at all? Is there an area that you, do you feel stale because you haven't learned something new in a while? Consider your physical. Is your physical being where you'd like it to be? Is there a physical goal that you are going for? Consider the social pillar. This is one that has been so affected for so many people mm -hmm. that it has had people really start to look at their their social quality of life when, when we haven't had the ability that we've ordinarily had to connect an in-person social experience. And now we're taking a look at our social quality of life in a different way. And then lastly, emotional. And this is, this is one that may be one of the most important pillars because it's one that I've found has been so neglected. And it's one that um, I've come to realize has been holding other areas back for many people. And the reason I say that is, for instance, if someone has a physical goal and that physical goal is, has been attained and then slipped and then attained and slipped and attained and then slipped, typically that would be your clue that it's not about the physical thing. It's not that you can't attain that physical thing, that there's something else going on there maybe an emotional pillar that is missing because maybe if it's an eating thing you've been emotional eating you can lose the weight but then maybe you emotionally eat again or maybe it's a social thing so consider that one of those pillars 
may need a little more attention than what you've traditionally focused on in the past. If you've always focused physical or you've always focused cognitive, chances are your social or your emotional might be lacking a little bit. If you've always focused social and now you've had that taken away because of COVID, then perhaps that needs a little nourishment, especially if it's a really important pillar in your life. So those are the four pillars in human performance. These are the human performance domains. And I just wanted to point them out so that you can just, if you've already written down some goals, you can reevaluate them in a perspective that has a comprehensive look at real human performance, just not a look from one angle or the one thing that's maybe comes to the forefront of your brain. So now, here are your five steps for your goal setting. And some of them you may have heard before, but let's just look at them through a different lens, and that's the lens of those four, four human performance domains. So number one is that if you are goal setting, the thing you should be aiming at should not be more than 15% away from where you're currently at. So 5 to 15% would be the, the measure. So for instance, in the realm of the gym, which I have countless hours in, we know as coaches that we don't want to advance an athlete or a client more than 10% on any given thing. So if, for instance, they've been running at a certain speed, we don't want to increase that speed more than 10% if it was, say, a given, uh, let's just say, a three-mile workout. We're not going to increase that speed by more than 10%. In fact, they may not even be able to accomplish that. Same thing with a weight load or an intensity. Those would be some metrics or some numbers that we know we don't want to increase more than 10%. However, what happens with goal setting, especially in January, is a lot of people will go for an insanely reaching goal that might be say 25 or 50% or whatever, just this big reach that is so much more than where they're currently at. So if you're currently at a specific spot, take a look at what a 5% improvement would look like or a 5 to 15% improvement would look like. And if that seems too small, that's okay. Start with that because that can be something that is really important and this is something we work with heavily in the reset um, but without me expanding on that just consider the five to fifteen percent any comments there any thoughts for yourself well just an example that jumps to mind is you know someone will write i want to double my income this year yeah and that's awesome and that may be possible if maybe you've been playing a little bit small yeah <laughs> on, yeah on the money making side but to get the satisfaction of hitting a goal and keeping things realistic and attainable, which you'll touch on, uh, yeah, uh, shooting for a 15% increase in your income each year would be a really nice number to have if you think about it. Right. It compounds year over year. If you can consistently do that and it's attainable, then it's extremely motivating. Right. And, and here's the thing that happens. When we go for those bigger ones that say, say double your income, for instance, or a 50 pound weight loss, or a, you know, a uh, hundred pound increase in your squat, whatever it is, let's say it's this big thing, this double your income type of thing. What happens in your brain is that once you realize how hard it is to get there, your brain goes, you can't do it. 
and you start to have all kinds of trouble along the way. But when there's something like a 5 to 15%, it is really manageable. And that's the most important part. And this has been, this has been heavily researched. So number two, you've probably heard of this before. And so I hope this is just a little reminder. But this is a really important one that we don't want to skip over. And it's making it a SMART goal. And if you're unfamiliar with the SMART goal, it is that it is specific and measurable. Coming from a science background, I love metrics. It has to be quantifiable. So S is specific, M is measurable, A is attainable or achievable. So it has to be something that is um, is realistic in your world. Mm-hmm. So it's attainable or achievable. And the R is that it's relevant. It's relevant to something that matters to you in your life. Relevant is important because it comes down to something that's meaningful to you or your why. You know, if you decide just to do something because your buddy is doing it, that's probably not going to be important enough. It has to really drive you so relevant to your life and your um, values. And lastly is the T, and that is I say time bound, some say time frame is that there's there's an actual level of urgency from the time standpoint. It doesn't mean it has to happen in a month. It can be a year or a two year long goal. That's all fine. But as long as there's something that has a measurable time factor to it so that you're you're actually taking action on the day to day. So those are your smart. uh, That's your acronym for your smart goal. So that's number two. And number three is so important. We've touched on this earlier in this podcast, just with our empowered team, and that is the accountability or support. If you don't have support or have other people in your life that know what you're doing, then you tend to feel there's going to be a time that you will feel alone. There's going to feel a time where you're going to be weak or low or not feeling up to it, not want to do it, not feel like it. We're all going to feel like that at some point. And when you have someone else who knows what you're doing, they're just going to be that little nudge. You can ask them for that support or even just the knowing that they know what you're doing is huge. And I find that with my clients a lot of the time. I have a number of clients who follow online programs. Now, I'm not looking over them when they're doing their workout, but just the fact that they know that I'm going to check what they've recorded or I'm going to check in with them, they want to be able to report that they've done the things they said they would or they want to know that someone cares about what they're trying to do and supporting them along the way. I had a client yesterday text me and say, I, I finally was able to do my one-legged squat without my other leg supporting. And he texted this to me and I was like, yes. And he said, it feels so good to see the improvement. I know I've been getting improvement, but it feels so good to see the improvement. And no one else may really understand what that means, but I did because I tested him and I saw how hard that was for him and that he couldn't do it without that spot. But then when he was able to report to someone, that reinforces and has him know he's not alone. 
So that's the support or accountability. Now, it can be a coach. It can be a family member. It can be a friend. It can be a group. Whatever it is to you, whatever you know will work for you, have support of some form, have some level of accountability so that you will have, someone will have your back when you're low. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, a couple. So what getting your goal out in public and in front of other people does is it gives you leverage. So when you've told someone about a goal that you're working on and you've added, hey, can you check in with me on how I'm doing with this once a month or once a week? You know that. And so it gives you that extra bit of leverage over yourself when you might have that self-talk that's pushing to not take an action. You're going to remember that you're accountable to someone else and that leverage will help you get over the hump on the tough days. And so it's really important, really, really important to get the goals out there. And the other thing I was going to say, I've just forgotten, but it will come back to me and I'll <laughs> jump in with it. Oh, lovely. It's, it's called holiday brain. Yep. <laughs> okay, number four we're going to go into is identify the tools that you need. Your tools are so important because I, I always connect them to skills. You don't want to pick random school tools. You want to pick tools that will lead to a skill that you're working on that will get you to your goal. So identify the tools that you need with that will support you to the goal that you're trying to get. So for instance, a tool doesn't have to be a physical thing, but it can be. So a tool could be something like visualization is a tool for the skill of your generating your own motivation. So visualization is a tool for the skill of you being able to generate your own motivation. Another example would be a physical thing would be a treadmill. A treadmill is a tool for uh, getting some of your or your skill might be your skill of running. Maybe you're working on your running form. Maybe you want that skill or that form or that volume to be built up and that tool would be your treadmill. Weights could be the same thing. That's your tool for the skill of lifting weights or lifting heavier weights. Uh, another one would be a tool would be naming a feeling if your skill is processing emotions. So I've just given a few examples of what tools can be used to go in the direction that you want to go for the skills that you need in your goal setting. So number four is identify the tools that you will need that will develop the skills for your goals. And that will be critical for your goal setting because if you go and lay out all your goals or the two or three key goals for this year or month or whatever, and you don't have the tools to back you up or the tools to support the skills that you need, then you're gonna find yourself floundering. You may be depending a little more than you want to on your support team. <laughs> your support team may start to get upset with you because you're not developing your own skills and you haven't looked for the tools that you need. So take that level of accountability for yourself by identifying the tools that you need. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, tools, there's all kinds. The the simplest tool you can use is a pen and paper or a notepad. <laughs> you literally write down the goals, post them where you can see them, 
write down your progress, write down what you're going to be doing each week to help move you towards the goal. Make a automatic debit from your bank account for your RSP deposit. You know, get a budgeting app, keep a spreadsheet, track things. There's all kinds of tools. And the other part I want to mention on the previous one on support and accountability is tell people who have maybe done what you are trying to do so that it's somebody who has been there, has been through it, and they have some experience. If you want to avoid drinking beer this year and bring the amount that you're drinking down, don't tell your buddy who loves to pound beers with you every weekend that that's your goal. Maybe pick somebody who isn't as much of a drinker. (laughs) You want to surround yourself with the people who are going or already in the place that you want to be with that goal. And the same thing with the tools. Ask those people, what do you use to accomplish that besides your mental fortitude? For someone who has the skills that you're looking to develop. Right. What tools do you use if you're someone that has the skills that you're trying, if that person's someone that has those skills? That's fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) So, So what you're saying, Paul, is if you want to stop drinking, then don't keep attending those Zoom calls with all your drinking buddies. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, not, I'm not saying you're doing that. <laughs> no. And not saying there's anything wrong with that. The, here's the thing. This is this it is It depends important. on what you want to do. Right. This is all about what you want. There's nothing wrong with any particular thing unless... It's something that you don't want to be doing anymore. It's all up to you. That, if you want to party more and be more social, bingo. then make sure the people you're telling that goal about are people who are more social and exactly. not someone who loves to spend an evening reading a book. Exactly, exactly. So whatever you want, that's where it's at. There's no there's no wrong particular uh, direction. All right, so the last one, and this is this might be one of the most important things of all, and it's number five is celebrate and share. Now, there's two parts to this. Number one is celebrate, and number two is share. The celebrating, we, you know, there was something I came to realize, and it was in, in I think, the first reset. I was checking in with all the people who were doing the reset, and when we weren't on the group scenario, and we were on the, and they were talking individually to me, I would hear all kinds of things. Oh, I have more confidence. I'm drinking more water. I feel so good. I'm waking up without the alarm clock. Like all these things, they'd be going on and on. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, everyone else needs to hear this. That's the first thought I had. Everyone else needs to hear what's happening for you. And this would happen person after person. And so in our in our group chat, we created what's called Wednesday Wins. And we do Wednesday Wins not only in our in our reset, but we also do it in our Empowered Team ongoing group. And the thing that comes from that every week is so bloody powerful. And it is that it could be the smallest win. Like, um, you know, I was, I overcame my fear of telling my partner about blah, blah, blah. And it, it really paid off because I felt so much better to get off that, that off my chest. And we really connected like whatever. It could be the biggest thing, the smallest thing, you know, so somebody posted what was the somebody posted just the other day about um just they were able to get outside and get some fresh air and it was the biggest thing and um there was there's so many things but the point is is that our brain this is where the research comes in our brain needs to be reinforced if we keep sweeping those little wins or the big wins under the rug then we are not likely to keep 
continuing on that pattern. If we don't acknowledge and celebrate the thing that went well, we won't keep going on that pattern. So our brain needs to have the pat on the back to say, hey, that was awesome. That little thing, that big thing, that other thing, celebrate those wins and share it. And what I mean by that is whoever you're being accountable to, whoever your support team is, whoever that partner is that has your back, share it with them. And I'm not talking about bragging. I'm not talking about tooting your horn. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just saying, hey, like, this is a really good thing that's meaningful to me. And trust me by that little share towards that someone else, maybe it's even just a coworker, um, someone, anybody, that little share puts it out into the world and does something that's really unexpected, it supports them too. It's the ripple effect. It's totally the ripple effect. And so all those times where you might tell yourself, oh, I'm not going to tell anybody about that. It's no big deal. I'm not going to tell anybody. They might think I'm bragging. I, I just, I want to stay humble. It's, it's, you're still humble. You're not bragging. It's simply about sharing a tiny bit of positivity and just sharing about your own vulnerability of you overcame something that might have been a little tough for you. That helps other people. So number five is that just those celebrations, those little wins, those big wins, whatever it is, and tell somebody, share how it was for you. Because we know, we've seen this, I've seen this thousands of times, we know it takes something to have that little win or that big win. It takes something, and we know that it's not always easy to have it. And there you have it. Well, That's almost. That's how you set some goals. Yeah, that is, that is a huge thing. So lastly... I'm going to tell you about one last thing. Now, I gave you the five-stepper for being able to set goals in an efficacious way that is evidence-based so that if you follow these steps, if you follow the system, you follow the rules, you will be able to successfully achieve your goals. You literally rinse and repeat those five steps. Rinse and repeat. If something didn't work, then you adjust number one and keep going through those five steps. Adjust your, your goal or your, your metric or something along the way and you keep repeating. That is how you get to your goals, step by step. Follow the system and it will happen. Now, that is, that's what I would call base camp. This is making sure you've got the foundation to develop the skills so that you can achieve a goal and then you can do that same system to achieve a different goal and a different goal and a different goal because you understand what it takes and you can break it down to the step by step. Now there's a whole other system that we're about to teach in the Empowered Team and instead of base camp like we just went through, it's called the summit and it is a much bigger thing. And it is to the scale of those, you know, doubling your income and, and going for those big impossible things like summiting Everest, whatever it is for you. Now, that's a whole different conversation and a much deeper conversation. And we're going to be going through that this month in our Empowered Team. So for your purposes right now, for just developing the skills of being able to set a goal realistically and achieve it and then repeat that for other goals that you have that is the muscle you want to train that is the muscle you want to flex 
When you go for much bigger things, there's a completely different way of doing it. And that's what we're going to go through in our team. We're going to go through both, both tracks. We're going to go through the base camp track and the summiting track and see what that looks like. So for you, for now, whatever it is for you, follow these five steps, the five to 15% away from where you currently are for whatever your goal is. Number two, your SMART goal, make sure it follows the SMART acronym. Number three, make sure you've got a team of support or some people that you can be accountable to. Number four, identify the tools that you need to develop the skills for this goal. And number five, celebrate and share. Make sure that that happens for all the tiniest wins and attempts too. Even if you didn't make a win, the attempt is a win. So celebrate all of those things and rinse and repeat. That is your system for goal setting and attaining those goals. Anything else you want to add before we hop off on this uh, this launch for the year? No, I think you nailed it. And I guess one other thing, have fun with it. Oh. Choose goals that light you up and you get excited about. That is one of my key words for Why not? You know? 20, 21 is fun. I have an acronym for it too. It's it's flucked. <laughs> I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but the first word is fun, so I love that you said that. He's <laughs> like, yeah, great. <laughs> okay, everyone. Happy, happy new year. We will see you soon. More Mindset Mondays, more podcast interviews, more Uh, truth bombs too but lots more value for your best vitality and mindset going forward we've got your back happy new year Woo!